ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our hands and thank God for the privilege to be in church. It's a privilege to be in God's presence. And I want you to just thank Him. And as you thank Him, let's also thank Him for the year that has come to an end. God has been so gracious to us. So merciful to us. He's been kind. We want to thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to minister grace, wisdom, your blessing upon us today. We are happy and so grateful that we are in church today. Thank you for the great blessing of your house that we can enter in and receive light for our lives. Let this be such a time of great impartation. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus. You can add a shout. You may be seated. What a blessing. What a mighty blessing. I want to welcome you to church. I want to ask you to please turn your Bibles to Luke 17. Last week we had a very powerful message preached by Pastor Peter. And as I listened, the Lord touched my heart to also continue with the same message. Even as he, when he was preaching, the Lord spoke to me to make sure I have the Thanksgiving convention. So we bless God for the life of Pastor Peter and for that beautiful message. And so I want to ask you to please turn to Luke 17 verse 11 and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, 
There met him ten men. That were lepers. Which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices. And said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet. Giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Underline stranger. And he said unto him, Arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made Thee whole. Thy faith hath made thee whole. This morning, I, as I've told you, I want to share with you on the subject thankfulness. When you walk with God, it is very important for you to learn that God expects you to be thankful. There are many things we, we do or we feel we must do when we come into a relationship with God. For instance, you feel you must pray. Sometimes when you become a Christian, you feel you must fast. You must be holy. So these are big things we associate with our relationship with God. I'm adding one item to your list. That item I'm adding is gratitude. Being able to give thanks. Thanking God should be a part of your life. But you realize that many people don't give thanks. That's why we heard the message we heard last week. Pastor Peter introduced the message with a very important scripture in Psalm 92. He read verse 1. He said, It is a good thing to give thanks. It is a good thing to give thanks. And to praises it is a good thing to give thanks to God. And to sing praises. So, so one, clearly you and I are learning something that is good. 
when you because you don't always get to know what is good. What is good does not announce itself to you. People have to pay a lot of money to know what is good. It's only after spending a lot of money that they can guarantee that something is good. If you don't, there are some things, if you don't pay a lot of money, you will be tricked like shoes. Yeah, it's only after paying a lot of money, like 4,000 pounds. For, for, for a pair of church's shoes. A pair of church's shoes. Then you know that you are wearing something that Charlie, you, you, you pass it on to your son and your son will wear it and give it to your grandson. But this 15 Ghana shoes in Medina, you may easily not return from the wedding with that pair of shoes. A shoe that can easily change suddenly to a chalewate. So, so it's not easy to know. You, 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 you need to pay a lot of money. For quality. $10,000 for a suit. I mean, this type of cars that you are, you are driving, uh, $50,000, $40,000, this type of cheap, cheap cars, $60,000. No, 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 no. The, the real car, a, a car that you can, you can will, will to your son. You know, a Bugatti, five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand. Yes, that's a car you can give to your son, not Kia Rio. You can't go and buy Picanto and say you are giving it to your son. You, you use it, uh, then you give it to your son. Picanto. No. So, 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 so that is it. See, I, I, I'm preaching. I'm talking about good things. That sometimes before you stumble upon something that is good, you must pay. Sometimes you pay with your life. That's why you see somebody with gray hair stop and say thank you, Jesus. Because the person has something to say to you. He has paid with his life. It's not easy to know whether a woman is a good woman to marry or a man is a good man to marry by his height or his shoes or his khakis. No, you may easily marry someone who can beat you to death. But he's wearing suits. So the point I'm making is that you don't normally come across good things. You can't tell whether your iPad is genuine or fake. I mean, you, you can't tell. That's what the Bible says. Paul advised the church in Thessalonica and told them, prove all things. All. All means don't, there should be nothing, nothing should be used without testing. Prove all things. And then when you prove it, you will discover that some things are fake. And some things are good. When you come across good things, hold fast to them. 
Embrace them fast. Because it's rare. It's rare. Test everything. Test the woman you are going to marry. Because you can marry a witch. That's why some people, you, you, they feel that testing the woman means having sex with her to know if she can be pregnant. Oh yes. Yeah. You see grown-ups, grown-ups who should have sense. But they don't have sense. They will t- your father, fathers, mothers who don't have sense, they will tell their children, sleep with him before you marry. Because they are, they are, their level of wisdom is at the level of goats and cows. You want to sleep with somebody to know if she can get pregnant because you want somebody who will give you a son. That is very stupid because there is something called secondary infertility. So let's say I didn't even marry you. Before our wedding, I managed to impregnate you. So now we will marry. I want a son. I impregnate you, you got a daughter. Nothing shows that I will be, be able to make you pregnant again. Secondary infertility. Haven't you seen people with only one child? Only one child. It's not that they want to have one child. After that one child, they couldn't give birth. So you don't use impregnation, pre-wedding impregnation, to, to, to decide that a woman is good or a woman is bad. It's stupidity. There is a way to see whether a woman is good. Now, now good or bad is not about pregnancy. There's a way to test whether a woman is good. Converse with her and see if she pays tithes. That one is more powerful than whether she can be pregnant or not pregnant. Listen to her, chat, chat with her and see how she talks about her father. If she's the type who insults parents, you know that you are going to marry a devil into your house. If she doesn't respect her father, she will not respect you. I've, I've, I've not met, yes, I've, I've not met, in fact, there's one, even my latest one is even more conk and more powerful. I've never seen a woman who fights with her mother or father who respects a man. I've not seen one. If you find one, I'll put my number on the screen. Find me, send me the woman's picture and her, her phone number. So for someone who didn't even see a boy, when she a baby, or own bunny mama, and the papa, or timidity, or matama, or bubble, maybe a wasa. See, so no mumu shebiya, but madiyama na sunte. It's not easy to know that something is good. But once a while, when we read our Bible, we stumble upon good things. And this morning we are seeing one. We've not seen one in a long time. That is written clearly. This is one of them. It is a good thing to give thanks to God. Clap your hands for Jesus. It is good. Yes, we have found one. This is Eureka. I found it. So when Pastor Peter read this verse last week, the Lord spoke to me and said, Make sure you have that Thanksgiving convention that you are trying to cancel. Pastor Peter, I can't catch It's very important, you know, that when you walk with God, you learn how to give thanks to Him. So, so this morning, I'm taking the message to the next level to show you why 
you must give thanks. Number one, you must give thanks because it is good to give thanks. It's good. It's good. It's a good thing. Why do you give thanks? I didn't know that. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. No, no, no question. And, and, and you see, it's a good thing. Like, that's why the scripture didn't say it is a good thing to say thank you. It didn't say it's a good thing. That, that's not what he's saying. Don't put words into it. He didn't say it's a good thing to say thank you unto the Lord. Because giving thanks consists of about ten things. Saying thank you is just one of ten ways of giving thanks. Actually, that's the first one. The first way to give thanks is singing praises. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah. Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Jehovah. So, all. So, I am giving thanks. So for say or das no no. I'm just using one of many ways of giving thanks. One of the ways to give thanks to God is to pay tithes. When you pay tithes, you are saying thank you to God. When I was in Legon, so for say one day I went to visit a lady in Volta Hall. My friend. But when I went, she was not there. Her roommate was there. We are all friends. We are friends. But I was, I was closer to the one who was my Course mate. So her, her roommate was there. So I said, Oh, where is so so and so? So she's gone out. She went to town. She's not back. I said, Oh, but please sit down. I've just prepared some food. I've just prepared some food. Let's, let's have some. And I was very hungry. So she served me good food. Very good. I mean, I had not eaten that type of food in a long time on campus. So when we finished, I, I was going for an evening lecture. African studies. So I got up. And I said, thank you very much for this meal. But I added something I shouldn't have said. I said, I, I don't even know how to thank you for this meal. I, I was really struggling. I, I, I was very hungry. When I thanked her and I said, I don't know how to say it, and she asked me a question, she said, do you want to know how to thank me? I said, said, yes. I would like to know, show me how to thank you. She said, that's a good question. Are you sure you want to know how to thank you? I said, yes. 
Then she waved her hand like this to the balcony. Can you wash the plates? Can you wash the plates? It's been a long time since I saw her. I must, I must find her number. Can you wash the plates? I said, Araba, I'm going for a lecture. <laughs> I'm going for a lecture. Said, that was a joke, you can go. But so so there, you don't eat some of this rice and say thank you. There are different ways of saying thank you. By just saying thank you, you have not done anything. You want to show real appreciation, go and wash the plates. I mean, some of you girls, you know, before you came to church, you can't chop a man's 2,000 CDs and say thank you. There's a better way to say thank you for the money he has given you. Or you forgotten so soon? What we It takes you for lunch. You eat three course meal. One if you say, "Bra me, thank you." You are joking. What do you are joking. There are different ways of thanking God. Next week we are having our Thanksgiving convention. And we are coming to say thank you with money in an envelope to say thank you God for 12 months that I didn't die. That's why we thank God. It's a good thing. Twelve months. Fifty something weeks. You didn't die. Now what one of the ways to say thank you to God is to be a shepherd. To be a He's been good to you. He's been very good to you. I went somewhere yesterday. And a school. We had finished doing everything we were doing in the school. Just before the benediction, it was a service. Just before the benediction, a, a young man came into the microphone and began to beg us. We had given offerings and all that. And he began to beg us to give something, some money, because they need to pay some money to help to, to pay some medical bills for one of the students. You want to know why? The boy was sick. See, that is why you must always thank God. They were on midterms. 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 What, it, what happens is that if it's a boarding school, everybody goes to take their child, daughter from school. Some have sent my driver to, to, uh, to school several, several times. So midterms, daddy, mommy, everybody going to pick that chair. Then somebody, a, a, a couple, they were at home. They send their driver with an air-conditioned car to go and bring their son. The driver took the boy 
go to the gate of the school and then he managed you know to manage he managed to the left he managed to the left he turned to the left he turned to the left and was moving Oh, many cars, plenty of people, cars, nice cars. But the road was dusty. The road was dusty. And as he was driving on the road, there was a lot of dust on the road. About three, four minutes from the school junction. Not knowing that a car in the dust, the car, an approaching car which was swerving some potholes was on the same side. Came for the car. A major accident. Three minutes, four minutes after school. The boy got paralyzed. The spine was, bones were broken fractures, head injury, he's in intensive care. They are paying over 4,000 CDs every day to keep him alive. couldn't believe it. So Because I go for my son all the time. My wife goes. We send others. People go and come, yes, go and come. Go and come. Go and come. But not knowing that when you go and you come, it's hey. not automatic. Now, there is a say? God who is keeping you. There is a power that is keeping you. When you sleep, you wake up in the morning and you go to town and you come back. You must thank God that you came back home. Not everybody who goes out returns to the same house. That is why we give thanks. Because it is good. It's a good thing. That's why we are coming. When he was preaching last week, the Lord told me, because I was planning to cancel the comments. He said, no, let them come and thank me. Number two. Second reason why we must give thanks. It shows that we are not familiar. When you give thanks, it shows that you are not familiar. You are not familiar with God. God doesn't like familiarity. When when we say somebody is familiar, it means the person relates casually. It's very offensive to relate with somebody casually. Somebody who is very important, you go tell how. God doesn't like that. God doesn't like see, to, to, to be familiar means to just you know to, to treat even instructions lightly. Something that is very valuable, you treat it like something that is not valuable. That's what happened to Jesus when he went to Nazareth. He had a valuable anointing and power and very, I mean, power was in him. But when he went, the type of questions they were asking, are you not a carpenter? Where's my father's roofing sheets money? You didn't bring the change. You were making a wardrobe. You, you, you left one door. Now you are back in town. You say you are a man of God. Where is the money for the chair? And all this, so, I mean, ah, but we, we know you, by, the, by, by how they treated him, he didn't heal anybody. He just laid hands on some few sick folk and went out. The next town he went, eh, they lined up sick people like flowers on the road. Power. He had power. But when you are familiar, you become offensive. 
emra yesu kristo ko nazareth asemu ebi na eto no omo amfa enidie amma no ne ngusre wo ne so no ansomo mobo odu wo ne nsamfu na na omo obusa na de wonya duadumfo ye sika aka ye nsesa we he afa e wuso we ye sofo enti wentimi anye anwanwade bia wo when you don't give thanks it means you are being familiar you are you are treating god's mercies and god's kindness his power his deliverance his covering his protection oh it's nothing it's a, it's a, that is why we pay tithes. One of the top reasons why we, we pay tithes is to show God that we are not familiar, that we acknowledge that it is because of Him that we have empathetic sometimes in order to prevent familiarity there are some people you keep away you keep far you, you, you let them stay far not, not, not everybody can be very close and behave well so he will not he will not he will not bring you close or he will not do things. You see, I mean do you think that if God 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 can make everybody in this room here a billionaire? And, and he will not feel it. He, he will not feel it. Some of you, if you lose 10 Ghana cities now, there will be chaos on Peace FM. You take it to Radio Gold. I mean, at 10 Ghana cities, you can't find. I mean, major crisis. I mean. But God, He can give everybody $100 billion. Hundred billion dollars, hundred billion, billion, hundred billion, hundred billion, hundred billion, hundred billion, everyone. And he, he won't even know that he has done something. But why doesn't he do it? Because some of you, if you get a hundred billion dollars right now, you leave the service right now. You leave, you walk out and go. Next week, we won't see you. And it's called familiarity. So sometimes important people, they don't, like me, I've, I've given a lot of things, not things as in shoes, but even attention and care. It has helped. It has, it has done a lot of people a lot of good. But some people couldn't handle a certain level. So, so sometimes you, you have to measure. Like for the past two months or so, I have been every dawn, three o'clock, four o'clock, I write a prayer topic, write you know, a scripture, write a narrative, a synopsis, like, like a mess, like quiet time. I mean, that I can even compile into a book. Prayer topics for, you know, for us, for working, I mean, you know, thing. But at a point, I, I began to observe. And so people who are very, who have the power to do a lot of good are very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. They are sensitive to familiarity. I began to notice that. You see, what, I'll, I'll tell you something. One of the ways to even say thank you to someone is to speak in such a way that the person feels that you appreciate what he's doing. Some of the pages I, I post the same thing on. You see, noted, well noted. Prayer topical. Sometimes a page of about 10 shepherds are on it. And only one will make a comment acknowledging that such an important... Some, you, you, you will go to another church and see if there is even a pastor, let alone the bishop of the church, every morning is personal. Not something I've gone to copy from somewhere 
that you see me on my phone preparing, sending. You see that out of the ten people, only one person will make a comment. Ooh. Or sometimes somebody will just, you know, this like, hey. yeah, thumbs up. Hey. So, I also, it's, it's okay. It's not, it's not that they are evil. Oh. You see, people don't know. You see, don't, don't, don't get it wrong. It just, what it just means is that you must measure what you give out. Just say. you can confuse. You see, one pastor said, I, wrote, I read this many, many years ago. He said, a father should not lie on the floor and play with his children for more than 15 minutes. So for be can say or a jadie and sister witimina woman at the from a diagro mane bro sema dunum. You will confuse the children. Wubema and kolana dream with your muntanta. They may think you are one of them. Why or not dream bet children say we are nothing. And a certain honor they must give you, they won't give it to you. And need the new nyambia sasa womodema won ubenwusen swatse. So for the past few days I've spent man hours. I've compiled close to 60 prayer topics. So for us in Nakakre, Jimmy, Wabomading at Nasi Edin and Wadding, Upper Empire, I would do what they did, dear Indians, Indians, yeah. A lot of work I've done. Prayer topic with verse, but this time not a lot of talking. Just pray for the sick and the scripture, Matthew 28, 29 or 30. So I've got about six, so I'm going to put all the 60 out. The one you wake up and you want to pray, just select one and pray with it. So for sister, say they wait soon on four. Select one. I'm preaching. Familiarity. Why do you say thank? Why are we coming next week? Why do we thank God? Why do you thank your mother? So that you will show that you are not familiar. If you give me an iPad, 10 iPads every day, each of the 10 iPads every day, I should be able to let you feel that you are doing something great. The lepers, there were ten of them. Nine of them were Jews. You remember, Jesus was a Jew. Nine of them were Jews. Only one was a Samaritan. A stranger. A foreigner. That he was the one who came because it was something so great to him that but the Jews of but healing there. I mean uh, synagogue we get healing. Uh, God if you act of the covenant we they heal us. But if you, if you go away, heal us, waiting. But if you be Jew, I be Jew, you heal, I heal. We all be healers, we do all the heal. Familiarity, but only only the Samaritan only see the Samaritans eh, they had no relation. Remember John 4. John 4, Jesus and the woman at the well, Samaritans, they had no dealings. Uh-huh. So if someone you don't have to relate to it, you are able to bless the person with healing. The person sees it as something very great that I did not deserve. I do not deserve something I've got. So I'm coming back to register my appreciation. But the Jews, they felt it was their rights. So sometimes to get a lot of respect. That's why what I'm doing in this section is not a good thing. Like I'm preaching first service, second service, third service, Tuesday meeting. No, you, you, you become too much. They can handle. So the real pastors who understand their work, they appear once a while. So they for like a... junior pastors and other, you preach uh, then once a while. Maybe in the coming day, that's what I'll be doing. I just appear once. I just come. So, so when I when I appear, you know that something marvelous, something powerful. I mean, the man is of some razzmatazz. But you see me every Sunday. It will help you. 
so for se se de oye na safomu enya de pa enya mo amawo esense kwase de bia o ha na wo kwa safo bi mu a sofo panin wo hunu o wo hunu wo mu na abe hunu no i was at a convention last week aso ko nhiam kesi bu na achi eche mu a pastor of a church he had finished preaching and he was ministering he had called for people to pray no asha came to stand behind them because they, they know that the pastor is not powerful. People don't fall down. I'm serious. You, I've not finished what I'm saying. Then he called people to take some envelopes to sow seeds. So when people come, they give the envelope. There were ashes. The, the, the head asher was sitting somewhere. But it was so odd to me. So for so ko nshimu no so for no efre ni pase obebo mpaya mamo eh omo mo bo ohafo no obi ambeji no bi echi efisa adwen efo mo nte so for wo ni tumi bia a lady came as soon as she took the envelope from the pastor their own pastor power she just she fell down her head hit the floor there was nobody because the pastor a bare power. So for saying, or so for a friend said, or check out to come to be born for the. You are there. Why is you not there? Yes. It would have been a bare. Or bare now. Or be check out to come. Ni bine pe. Oh, ni we charge. Not the form. That one night I sat in the meeting. That one night that I sat in the meeting, I heard. I I can remember twice, but I'm sure it's more than twice. The pastor commented twice that. He wishes he was not the pastor of the church. That he was a visiting preacher. He said it two times. One was when the girl fell, and one was ill. What? Because not everybody can receive a lot of things and still behave well. Most people, one, two, three, no, they go mad. Many of you here have gone mad towards God. So for I, I, I've not finished preaching. So for say, okay, she will know. So for no, okay, I'm praying. And I do not say, the young one can, you know, no, yes, so for or that I ask for now. Now, I told you, yeah, you know, baby, yeah, 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 papa, now, what for your dream? Now, sir, I have for your dream. Sir, I'm so many young people, I think it's a home. But you're the pastor. Every day you preach and every day you pray and whatever. So now, yes, so for the be outcome, I'm saying, into the end. I will say it. But see, but I'm saying to you that you can. Use familiarity to bring a very big evil into your life. Look, learn to thank God. Look, even, even married people who have been married for 30 years, 15 years, 20 years, when they have sex, they thank each other. The husband thanks the wife. Yes, because you don't know. One day I was with a pastor, a pastor, a pastor. The, I, I can remember two of them. One of them... I, I, I'm not able to remember the details now as I'm preaching, but I was talking to him and he told me that the last time he had sex with his wife was four months ago. This is just a few, about some weeks ago. Another one I heard was last year or early this year. That one was six months. Yes, you will, you, you, you will know how wicked some women are. So for say, so, and, and know that your wife to offer herself to you, you must wear a Christmas hat every day. One husband with his wife, even the case has become so bizarre, I don't even know whether I should even comment. But let me just give a little. He, he, was, he was, was in his house with his wife. The wife said, he was not touching her. No, nothing. As if, as if uh, he was a Catholic priest. Nothing happening. It, got to, uh, it came out that he had gone to impregnate another woman. So he was having sex. Oh, but his wife. So when you are in the house and your husband comes to you and chooses you as the one he wants to sleep with, you, the woman, must realize that something good. Don't say, oh, but you never have been with you for 10 years. Oh, ah, then you see that. Very soon, that man said, Ah, you, you'll be there. I'm going to foresee. Foresee. Because foresee there, each time there's praise and worship. 
obawa fo hukumbe shia wonema na wo kirekire wo ho kai hunu se esese wuda nyame ase na woda na se esanse nkama no betimi akofosi ho wote de de bia no aye krado ntito wanfofosi na to oba wo nten a pene so na fa asedama no number 3 clap your hands for jesus by the way number 3 quickly number 3 ya tosumi ensan number 3 five reason why we 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 must give thanks is so that we can receive more why do you need to receive more you need to receive more because your own life cannot generate much for you what comes out of your life is so small it cannot meet your needs your, your beauty your academic degrees your handsomeness your good food you cook there is nothing you have that is capable of generating enough for you whatever you will need to do well in life must be received from outside for what do you have that you did not receive Bibia wo wo no enso age won saka bi efi nyankopon enchen ene na be ye wo moa edi enkura na wo wo a won sa anka you can't give yourself much won timi e ma wo hu ahen bia what you need for your life must be given to you from somebody dia wo hia e be koyia ma wa bra bo no esese wo bi ene di shira wo matter how handsome you are enfa wo wo fe dodo a wo wo matter how intelligent you are enfa wo abodi akese a wo your life is made of things people sow into your life wa bra bo die die be se wo ye ne e nyoma nipa adua e wo wa bra bo mu john the baptist told his disciples when they were complaining that Christ church was becoming too big everybody was going they said a man can receive nothing except it is given that is why we we, we show gratitude to get more I need more. You need more. Whatever you have been given, there's more there. Anybody who has given you a phone can give you a tablet. Anybody who has ever given you a thousand cities can give you two thousand. Anybody who has given you a motorbike can give you a second hand car. That one leper who returned, that Samaritan, that stranger, that foreigner who came to say thank you, he received more than the nine. The nine had healing of their toothache, healing of their blindness, healing of their leprosy. But this one leper received wholeness. There's a big difference between being made whole. and being healed of a toothache chese saba kuya ni saka bi idanani samaritania osanko yesu nchen ekoda na si ono die onya onya ayaresa emani cp na yudafo na die omo die yesa omo si e omo ya omo enuwa e omo ya omo nya ayaresa nko and many of you are walking about with healings it's not enough to be healed you must be made whole there are too many problems in your life more much more than the healing of your breast cancer when you are grateful you get more than healing when you are grateful you get more than healing in 2018 you receive more than you got in 2017 i will say it again in 2018 you receive more than you received in 2017 
For the last time, in 2018, may you receive more than you received in 2017. Receive it once, take it two, enjoy it three. Number four, quickly. When you thank God, it means that you believe in God. When you don't thank someone, it means you don't believe in the person. When you pay tithes, you are saying that you believe in God. When you don't thank God, you are ministering a comment a message that you don't believe in God. That's why Jesus Christ told that the leper. He said, your faith. Coming back to say thank you was equal to faith. Coming back to minister that gratitude was equal to faith. There is a time when faith is equal to gratitude. Your faith when someone does something for you and you say thanks you are saying that you believe in the person's kindness number five are you happy you came to church have you learned something the, 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 um, number five the fifth reason why you say thanks you say thanks so to, to, to show that you are not a fool who compares yourself with someone. You, when you say thank you, it means you are saying that you are not a, the type of fool who compares yourself with someone. Second Corinthians 10 says that when you compare yourself with some, another person, you compare one of the reasons why people don't show gratitude to their wives, to their husbands, to God is that they are comparing themselves with their friend Esther's husband. I blame you for it. You see, a man and his wife. They will be chatting nicely. Patting themselves. Pecking themselves. Hugging themselves. Suddenly, you see the woman changes. And begins to give answers. And the man is surprised. Ah, we are talking nicely. Why have you suddenly changed? Because as they were going, Talking nicely. She looked into somebody's car. And saw that her husband was tall. And when she turned and saw her short husband. She got bored. Suddenly she changed. What, even the man is asking her. What do we have for lunch? So, oh, there's no lunch. That's, ah, you but like food too much. You, are, you, you have eaten and you're not even growing tall. Oh, you are still a short man. What? No food for you. Some of you cannot thank God that your son was 23rd in class. Because, because you are comparing yourself to Evelyn's son who was second in class. But the 23rd son, that boy who was 23rd, if you are a little patient and you look to God and you continue believing in God, that 23rd will end up in medical school one day. But you are comparing yourself with your friend. I'm preaching, baby. You are comparing yourself with your friend's son. He is third and yours is 16th. So you don't see why you must kneel down and give thanks to God that your daughter was 16th in school. 
some of you sitting here, you can't. What you know about God is what He has not done for you. If they say write an essay about God, the essay you write is what He has not done for you. Because you compare yourself to somebody else and see what He has done for that person. He has not done for you. God hasn't done anything. But I remember Jesus. This, this crowd is a thousand plus, a little over a thousand. He had five thousand of this crowd. That is the men were five thousand. Let's even say they were all five thousand. And he was about to feed them. And there was no KFC, no papaya, nobody had brought trucks of rice, uh, uh, 14 cows to be killed. 5,000 people. All he had was five loaves of bread, five breads, five breads, five breads and five fishes. Five loaves of bread. But when Jesus Christ got the five loaves of bread and three fishes, he lifted it up and said, Father, I may not have a truck. I may not have a lot of food. I have got only five loaves. But I thank you for the five loaves I have to minister food to these 5,000. And ladies and gentlemen, the five loaves, because of gratitude, he did not compare himself to John the Baptist's ministry. He didn't compare himself to Elijah's ministry. But the five loaves, he said, Lord, if all I have is five loaves, I thank you. What you will do with it is not my business. I know you can do it. I'm not annoyed. I'm not sad. I'm not disappointed. Five loaves. I like it. My son was 17. I like it. I couldn't get medical school. I got a Greek. I like it. I'm not married. I, I, I like my life. I am married. I don't have a child. I'm happy. Um, Evelyn may have two children. I don't have a child. Sister Esther is married. I am not married. You are not married, but you can walk. There's somebody who cannot walk. You are not married, but you can eat. Somebody needs drapes before the person can eat. You are not married, but you have got a job. Someone doesn't have a job. You may not have something, but what you have, lift it up and say, Father, I thank you for what I have.
have not built a house. Oh, yes. I like my chamber and hall. I don't have a land. I like my compound house. My God. Thank you. When you go home, continue to thank God. For now, close your eyes. You are here, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Please pray for me. I want to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed. If you want to be born again, lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. Outside, upstairs. You want to be born again? Lift your hand. You want to give your life to Christ? If your hand is up, take your Bible and your bag, your notebook, and come to me. Come. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, close your eyes. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I receive Jesus Christ. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Wash my sins away. And wash my sins away. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.